As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome to the Total Soccer Show and a very special show that comes around but once a year. It's a time where we gather our microphones around the fire, possibly roasting chestnuts, drinking mulled wine and discussing how much we love Graham Rutherford. <laughs> we'll also use this special time to make our suggestions for Christmas presents for all and sundry in the world of soccer. Be prepared, it's about to get festive up in here. My name is Ryan Bailey, and I feel a song coming on right now. <laughs> Taylor Rockwell, he's got a beard and looks great in red. Taylor Rockwell, <laughs> just like Santa, he's got cheetah spread. Taylor Rockwell, thank you for turning up on time. Hey, I like the dig at the end. Thank you for that. That was a wonderful <laughs> introduction, and I now know how Graham feels because I had my head on my desk, and I was laughing but uncomfortable all at once. Speak of the devil. You better watch out, you better not be rude The man joining us now only eats fried food Graham Rutherford's joining us on the pod <laughs> Hello Ryan, I wish the fried food bit was uh, not as accurate as it is But yeah, I, I can't deny who I am <laughs> <laughs> And neither should you Graham, neither should you, embrace it One more song for you, you know who it's for Joseph Lowery, da 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 da. Joseph Lowery, da 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 da. <laughs> Joseph Lowery, this goes on quite a bit. Joseph Lowery, he's gonna talk to Taylor Rockwell. He's gonna <laughs> talk to Graham Rutherford. He's gonna talk to Ryan Bailey. That's <laughs> me. Say hello, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, I think all four of us, yourself included, and all of the listeners knew exactly what was about to happen when you said, oh, I feel a song coming on. Ryan, that was that was beautiful. Holy cow. Well, it was three songs that came on in the end, Joe. You're right. Triple you're right. One, two, three. <laughs> Ryan, did you oh, finally God. discover Italian espresso? Is that what's happened? Is that why you're coming in hot? <laughs> full, full disclosure, I've had two chocolate donuts just before recording. And I hey, it shows. Right. There we go. It That's definitely it. shows. Yeah. <laughs> I look forward to the end of this episode when you crash and it's just like, all right, anyway, I guess. <laughs> Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, bye. 
I hope that great. comes at the end and not <laughs> the tail of it. Let me just say that. But uh, this is, as I mentioned at the top, a festive episode. I hope I have brought some festivities with my slightly dodgy singing uh, from the start there. But thank you, gents, for joining me. Thank you, listener, for joining us. We, I think, Taylor, how are we going to do this? We're going to go, go around the houses and suggest some gifts for maybe the folk in the world of soccer. How do you want to play it, Taylor? Yeah, I, I forget how we started this tradition, but it's a thing we do Thanksgiving. We talk about the things we're thankful for in the world of soccer. We sometimes do New Year's resolutions. I think that is a plan for 2022. We're going to give some people what their resolutions should be, as well as give some of our own. But for the holiday season, we like to do some uh, some holiday gift giving, be it Boxing Day giving, Christmas giving, whatever else you want it to be. We're going to go through. We've got some gifts for each other that we would theoretically like to give, some gifts for players, coaches, teams, whatever they might be. Most of them pretty tongue-in-cheek. I don't know if any of you all are giving serious gifts to Louis van Hall or something like that. But for the most part, mine are pretty uh, lighthearted, I think. I hope. We'll see how, what um, happens. Louis van Hall and I, our gift giving's a private thing. I don't really want to bring it. That's fair. Here, Taylor. <laughs> but um, I, I will kick the ball off. If Kick the ball off? That's not an expression. I'll get the ball rolling, I mean, Taylor. I feel like Louis van Hall put, put like uh, like balls in your mind, basically, is what, is what I was assuming you meant when you said that you prefer to give each other gifts in private. Okay, lifting us out of the gutter. Thank you, Mr. Rockwell, to start with my first gift. Uh, I found an, a gift on Amazon.com. It's a popular website, I understand. Uh, this is $22. Uh, it is called Managing Your Money All in One for Dummies. <laughs> Can you guess which club in Spain I'm going to gift this to, Graham? Uh, is it a, a certain club in uh, Catalonia, perhaps? It is indeed. It's not Espanol. Barcelona are getting this book from me. Uh, this easy-to-understand guide shows you how to assess your financial situation, calculate debt, prepare a budget, trim spending, boost your income, uh, income, income, and improve your credit score, all of which I think Barcelona could stand to do at the moment. I don't quite get what is going on at the Camp Nou, Graham. Can you explain it to me? We've got bids going in, apparently, for Ferran Torres in the region yeah. of $75 million. We've got the socios at Barcelona approving... Uh, one and three quarter billion dollars worth of renovations at the stadium. Uh, apparently, forty over forty two thousand members voted for that. Just five thousand against, uh, and also lots and lots of debt. One and a half billion in debt as well. How can they be doing this spending when they have so much debt? Do they need my book, Graham? <laughs> I think they do. I think uh, Mr. Laporta might have uh, secured a giant credit line that might come into action in the new year. So that is maybe the the uh, the literal explanation for for how they are seemingly getting ready to spend a lot of money. I actually also had Barcelona on my list of of gifts, but I had <laughs> down that I was going to get them one of those piggy banks that you literally can't open without smashing it. Um, so between your book and my piggy bank. I think that that would probably uh, save them from themselves. You know, uh, you talk about Ferran Torres. They wouldn't be able to get their hand into the piggy bank to, to sign Ferran Torres. If you sell Frankie de Jong and Usman Dembele, that money goes on the piggy bank, Barca, not on Erling Haaland. Uh, and yeah, this is the only way, coupled with your book, that I think we can stop them. Graham, uh, a question and then a comment. The question, does the piggy bank have to be kept in public so that they can't smash it privately and then try to replace it with a similar looking one? Yeah. Like, do they have to keep it out front and then just sort of add to it publicly over time? <laughs> I think as long as uh, Joseph Bartomeu doesn't know where it is, uh, that's probably the, the number one criteria of where to keep the, the piggy bank. Other than that, um, Laporte, <laughs> yeah, maybe keep it away from Laporta as well, actually. Yeah, just actually keep it at Real Madrid, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> uh, and then... 
Uh, yeah, that, I like that idea. And then, uh, Ryan, if you don't mind, uh, my comment would be, I guess it's another question. Would you please uh, read what I have just sent to the group via uh, our WhatsApp group chat? Because this is why you have redundancies when you're planning for your Christmas gifts. I ended up coming up with 10 Christmas gifts thinking that maybe there would be uh, a little bit of overlap. Ryan, uh, do you have that message now? I'm reading the, the copy. Uh, one of Taylor's ideas for a Christmas gift was get Barcelona a copy of the Four Dummies book called How to Help Your Club Recover from Financial Ruin for Dummies. It's 6,000 pages, but the gist is maybe you can't sign everybody. Great minds, Taylor! Great minds! Um, my, my only reason for, for, for caution now, Taylor, is that uh-huh. if you get them two heavy books, they're just going to use them to smash piggy banks, aren't they? I mean, it does feel that way. I feel like we we really should have coordinated our gifts. It's it's gonna be awkward when Joe bought them a giant hammer, and then we're gonna know for sure that we're in trouble. Oh, Joe, did you buy them a giant hammer? Uh, I didn't, but now I'm really wishing that I did, just for the chaos play here. <laughs> All right, does anyone want to get any more digs in on Barcelona before we move on? I think we've done a good job. Excellent, Joe. We'll come to you then, sir. What would you like to share with the group? Okay, so I'll go to a book as well. I believe this is the only book that I'm planning on purchasing anyone. You can buy it on Amazon. It's $24, but I would recommend thriftbooks.com. It's only six thirty nine. That's a bit of a steal. Um, I want to give every single Premier League team that isn't Manchester City or Liverpool a novel. This is the book by Julia Claiborne Johnson, and it's entitled Better Luck Next Time because uh, <laughs> this thing's done. It's wrapped up by Christmas. I know Chelsea are still close on the table. I just know part of me actually believes. After Graham and I both said early on in the season that that team felt like a genuine title contender, maybe even our title favorites, it just now really doesn't feel like that for a whole host of reasons. But I think this title race is going to City or it's going to Liverpool. You could really give this gift to almost anyone in the Bundesliga that's not named Bayern Munich. This is a pretty versatile one, but I, I figured I'd send it to everyone not named Man City or Liverpool in the Premier League. That's a, that's an interesting one, Joe. I, I'm just thinking if I'm Norwich, that's going to hit harder than if I'm Wolves, if I receive that <laughs> gift. It, I mean, anyone in the bottom three there, Ryan, it could hit real hard. I'm, it could hit real hard. At this point, I'm thinking you'd probably give it to Liverpool as well. I've got this growing sense that City are just going to run away with it in 2022 like they have in uh, a number of years recently. I'll have an extra copy waiting, and, and I've got <laughs> Jurgen's address, so I can just send it on over should that opportunity in time arise, Graham. Actually, Joe, I think you should get an additional copy for all 20 Premier League teams because you can give City their copy when the Champions League final rolls around. Oh, very good. Very good, Ryan. Excellent. Right, so you're buying in bulk then. That's that's quite a heavy sleigh for Santa <laughs> there with all those books for basically every top five European team who's not called Bayern or City or Liverpool, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not going to be easy for him, but to be honest, it's not about him. It's more about yeah. me and the rest of us giving our gifts on this show. And, and that... And that is a fair point, Ryan. Surely the Bundesliga has like a mates rates thing going on for that book for teams that aren't Bayern Munich, you know, over the last nine years. I'm pretty sure they've distributed a few of those. Mm, Yes, a 50 plus one rate of some sort, Graham. I like where your head is at. Taylor, I like where your head is at because it's very similar to where my head is at, apparently. What do you got next, sir? Oh, I feel like we're going to have some uh, some splits here from this point on, because I guess I've been lo- watching a lot of like sci-fi, uh, but up first, I want to get Greg Berhalter the weird science machine, so uh, he can make a person, but instead of making an 80s actress, it makes a number nine who does everything Taylor, he needs. No, <laughs> that, that's, that's what I think we really need, is to get Greg Berhalter some sort of uh, science magic machine that will oh allow him gosh. to solve all of the USMNT's roster problems. 
Okay, I have to cut in. I have to cut in here, Taylor. I'm so sorry. I want to give Ernie Stewart, Brian McBride. This is the last gift I have on my list. Ernie Stewart, Brian McBride, and Greg Berhalter, the DeLorean. Ryan, be proud of me. Graham, be proud of me. Taylor, be proud of me. A reference from a movie from the 80s. Everyone, thank you. Thank you. I want to give all of them the DeLorean from Back to the Future so they can go back a decade and snag Josie Altador. Not the same gift, Taylor, that you're talking about here, but Mm -hmm. uh, we're we're, we're drinking the same Kool-Aid at this point. I like it. I like it. It is not the last of my weird uh, technology ideas, but I really enjoy that either way we're ending up with a, a forward who scores goals and fits the system. Joe, yes. I, I, li- I like this approach. Cheers to you, sir. A glass of <laughs> nog to you, sir. Uh, Joe, <laughs> so you, got, you got back to the future. I'm astounded at the reference. Do you get weird science? Uh, no. Shoot. I That's thought fair. that was just like Taylor describing his his machine, like a weird comma science machine. Uh, that's it's it's fine. I think I've seen weird science once in my entire life, but I could not think of another. The only other thing that I could think of that like creates beings was the fly. And I don't think we need any combination of Jeff Goldblum and a fly involved in the U.S. national team. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I weird science is a, is a bit foggy in my mind, but I think the fly yeah. combined beings rather than creating them. Taylor, if I'm going to be technical with you, that might could be that might could be. Uh, and then I think what's the uh. Uh, oh shoot! Now I can't remember what it was. The movie where like like there's a whole test. Not it's not Blade Runner, but there's a thing where they're like making robots, but you can't tell if the robots are are real humans or not. I have to remember what it is, but maybe that Thanks we need that one. Yeah, it's the one. Uh, yeah. First of all, spoiler alert: anytime you do that, it ends poorly. But that was the only <laughs> other one I was thinking is like, can we make artificial humans that could play number nine? But I feel like that is setting us on a path towards uh, all hail our machine overlords. Well, they they already did that, and his name is Erling Haaland. There we uh, go, <laughs> dude. If if you told me an active footballer was also a Terminator, I'd be like, it's Erling. Holland, you did not try to hide that. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of uh, number nines in the Bundesliga, I'll, I'll move on to my next gift. I'd like to give something to Robert Lewandowski. He's had so little <laughs> this year, you might have noticed. Uh, I want on eBay.com, another popular website, I understand. Uh, in Japan, uh, there's a seller in Japan uh, with 93.3% positive feedback, selling a replica Ballon d'Or trophy. Uh, it's $72 <laughs> plus $11 shipping. I think it's very reasonable for what it is. I presume it's solid, solid gold, even though it's a replica. Uh, Robert Lewandowski deserves one of these trophies, whether it's from eBay or whether it's from FIFA, in my opinion. Incredibly consistent player. Basically deserved this award in 2020. Leo Messi, when he was receiving the most recent award, said as much. Robert Lewandowski, you deserve this award. Um, you know, you think back to what he's done in the past couple of years, helped Bayern to a, a sex tuple, which is always fun to say. Uh, top scorer in the league in the Champions League previous season, 2021 European Golden Boot, um, beat Gerd Müller's uh, 49-year standing goal-scoring record to get 41 goals in a season. Scored the most goals of any player in the European First Division in the calendar year of 2021. Went 19 games in a row scoring. What more does this guy have to do to get an eBay replica trophy, Joe? That's why I ask you. <laughs> I have an answer to that. <laughs> I think... I think Robert Lewandowski is right in the sweet spot to receive an eBay replica Ballon d'Or trophy. I think you are well within your right to send him one, sir. We 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 have uh, picked the same people for gifts, Ryan Bailey, so far because I also had Robert Lewandowski on my list, but I've gone down a slightly different route. So when I said I had an answer for why he doesn't have uh, a Ballon d'Or, I'm thinking about his internet activity. So when I went uh, when I pulled Uh-oh. on that thread, <laughs> when I pulled on that thread, I thought I'd maybe get him a new phone. 
and I thought I would get him a, a Nokia 105. Now, for anyone who doesn't, who isn't familiar with that specific model of phone, which I wasn't before I did some Googling, this phone doesn't have any internet. It's strictly for messages and phone calls only. Yes, And most up. crucially for Mr. Lewandowski, there's no apps, <laughs> which means there's no TikTok for him either. And you may think I'm being a bit of a killjoy by not, by not letting him uh, pop and lock to his heart's content <laughs> on TikTok. But <laughs> this is directly linked to him not winning the Ballon d'Or, if you ask, if you oh. ask me. Look at, look at the players around him in the Ballon d'Or voting. Do you know what none of them do? Do you know what <laughs> Messi has never done? Posted a TikTok of him popping and locking. So the oh. science is undeniable for me. And uh, when Lewandowski has a Ballon d'Or this time next year, he can thank me for his uh, internet internetless phone. <laughs> Graham, first of all, that was brilliant. Second of all, I will be clipping you saying pop and lock, which is not yeah. something I ever thought <laughs> thank you, Rick. I would hear you, you say. Um, it's going to bring me great joy in about an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, one of my only serious ones, semi-serious, because I also had a fake Ballon d'Or trophy for Robert Lewandowski. Uh, but what I <laughs> did land on. I didn't realize that he, the award he won is called the Ballon d'Or Striker of the Year Award, which seems ridiculous to call it the Ballon d'Or Striker of the Year Award. And I think we should just call it the Lewandowski from now on, or the Ballon d'Or Lewandowski. And it should just be the player who maybe deserved it, but was never actually going to get it. And that allows us to give it to a goalkeeper, let's say next year, or the a defensive midfielder or a center back, like the the player who is maybe I the best player like in the that world. Idea. <laughs> What'd you say, Graham? I like that idea. Yeah, right? I don't know if this is a joke or not, but I am in favor of this. It's kind of not. I feel like we should just call it the Lewandowski, and maybe that could be our Total Soccer Show award, is who gets the Lewandowski next year, and it's our consensus best player in the world uh, that maybe won't end up winning the Ballon d'Or, but we're cool with it. Taylor, I like the spirit of that idea, but do you uh-huh. not feel like the the Lewandowski or the Levy, if we can call it the Levy? Of course, obviously, it become a bit of an albatross. It become the silver medal of world soccer. Oh, yeah, look at look at Sergio Ramos over there. He only got the Levy this year. <laughs> well, two things there. First of all, you know, you are what you believe you are. So if if we pretend as though it's not the premier award, then no one else will believe it is. But if we pretend that it is, then I think it does become. Like sort of the premier award for uh, world football, so I'm fine with that. But also, worst case scenario, if the award that we've sort of made up on the fly collectively becomes the second most prestigious footballing honor in the world, I'm cool with it. I feel like that is, it's okay, I'd prefer top, but second is fine. Graham, one more thing on the TikTok. As much as I get the logic and the the timelines where the TikTok has prevented Lewandowski from winning this, 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 this trophy... He's a peacock. You've got to let him fly. You've got to let the world enjoy his TikToks, haven't you? They're wonderful, aren't they? Um, I do enjoy them, but uh, I don't know if I'm laughing with Robert Lewandowski or, or uh, cruelly laughing at him, <laughs> frankly. So, yeah. I feel like it would benefit him in some way. He's 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 just he's too much of a square to win a Ballon d'Or. We need to help him in that regard. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Can't win a circular award when you're a square, after all, Graham. Yeah, that's what people keep telling me. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a quick festive break. We'll be back shortly with more gift giving. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Total Soccer Show, welcome back to our festive special. Taylor Rockwell, I come to you. The bearer of gifts, uh-huh. bear for us, please. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I've got a few more that aren't for my fellow co-hosts, and I do have another serious one. I lied. I thought the Lewandowski was the only like semi-serious one, but here's another one. Uh, that was semi-serious. I'm going. To, yeah. Well, the the idea of now we have this award, the Levy, uh, uh, as I think we've we've landed upon, and I think it should be silver. It should be a silver award. So I think we're gonna kind of continue to brainstorm that one. In the meantime, I'm going to give to our listeners uh, a gift of a promise that when we cover the World Cup in 2022, which maybe will be in person, that would be cool to have all four of us covering it together. Uh, we will do so, or at least I will do so, uh, because of the soccer and not to glorify the host nation. I'm not sure how or what that looks like, but I continue to have like sort of. Mixed emotions about the 2022 World Cup, the change of schedule, the the venue itself, the sort of uh, sports washing we've already seen happening. And so I think I would like us to be able to cover the soccer that's happening because it's the World Cup and that's always such an important thing. And and I don't think we should sort of turn our eyes away from the World Cup because of where it's being hosted. But simultaneously, I don't think we should turn ourselves away from the reality of where it's being hosted and everything that's gone on. So that's sort of my my pledge as we move towards the United States, hopefully qualifying for and playing in a World Cup. I don't, we can't really ignore it, nor would I want to, but simultaneously, I don't want to ignore everything else surrounding that World Cup. So we won't be using the hashtag uh, Love Qatar then? <laughs> oh, point. I mean, you all are welcome to, and that will be your final appearance on the show. <laughs> <laughs> How about we do a um, hashtag ambivalent about Qatar? Would that help? <laughs> <laughs> Perplexed about Qatar. Yeah, I feel like they're not really as okay with those, yeah. but, but that works really well. Strong, strong doubts about Qatar. <laughs> and I should say, like, I know this is slightly hypocritical because here with us we have the dictator of Porto, but I ask you right, this. Right. Have we heard about any sort of horrific... Uh, stadium atrocities happening in Porto. I don't believe we had. So Joe is doing a good job. I don't think that we could sh- we should just be blanket criticizing people. So Joe, I think you're okay. Qatar, uh, less so. Yeah, Taylor, it's not that hard, right? Just eliminate the free press. That's what we've done <laughs> exactly. in Porto. He's controlling it's, the messaging, it's a, Taylor. It's was, really that, simple. He said that way too confidently. <laughs> like I suddenly, I suddenly don't really love Joe the freedom fighter becoming Joe the dictator. This I'm I, just I have saying, concerns. I have concerns. It's not that hard, guys. It's not that hard. <laughs> you, you you do make a very serious point, though, Taylor. In that you know there is a lot of talk about Qatar and the controversies that come with it. Um, but you know it doesn't mean we shouldn't cover it. Like yeah. journalists are still duty bound to go to Qatar because yeah. that's what journalists do. They go to places mm-hmm. where the news is happening, and it's going to mm-hmm. be the World Cup. It's the you know the biggest sporting event we have. So it's I think it it, it still warrant very much warrants us um, giving giving it the full coverage it deserves, even if we can express reservation about the circumstances. Yeah, it, it's not as though we were part of the voting group who decided it should be in Qatar, nor are the people who will be going. And it is I've never been to a World Cup. I know at least one of you, two of you have, uh, and everything I've heard is that it's just a, a global party, and you get to be in an area with people from all different walks of life, from all different countries and backgrounds, and it's it's this opportunity to be in this very like diverse global party, and I think that's that's such a unique thing. It's why I think the World Cup is so special. So I wouldn't even begrudge people who are going to Qatar and, and do celebrate and do get excited and do partake in some of the events that I'm sure they will have there for people who are attending and in between games. But 
I think it, it is still just such an important thing to not move away from and not sort of forget why it's there and the reasons behind it and the fact that many of the people who decided it should be there have been indicted for corruption. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, I Fire truck of lawyers to... for Graham. Fire truck of lawyers for Graham. <laughs> I am uh, <laughs> lucky enough to have attended a World Cup, as you mentioned there, Taylor. Mm-hmm. I wonder, when the hosts uh, lose 7-1 to Germany, whether there will be a similar reaction to the one I saw at the World Cup I was present at when that happened, because I'm not convinced it will be, because it Je- was a pretty dark time. Joe, you uh, you and I covered Qatar a little bit when we were doing the Gold Cup this summer, and they were a, a surprising team, a scrappier yeah. team than I expected them to be. I think I initially thought, yeah, they're going to be destroyed in every single game. They're not, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think we we have uh, – South Africa was the first one, the host nation, to break the trend of every host nation qualifying for the knockout round. So it's not even that sort of question of will Qatar qualify for the knockout round. But basically from what you saw of them this this past summer and the idea that they have another year to continue to prep and train and get ready for this, do you think they're going to be somewhat competitive when the World Cup rolls around? Absolutely. I mean, they shouldn't be favorites to to top any group, I don't uh, think, yeah. after, you know, they lose to the U.S. In, in the Gold Cup. They lose in the, I believe, the semifinals or the, yeah, the semifinals of that tournament could have been one round earlier. But they've been involved in South American competition. They've been around in North and Central American competition. They've been involved in European competition. They're like a ghost team in one of the, or they were in one of the World Cup qualifying groups in UEFA. They've got real talent. They play together a bunch. They're all from the same. They're all they're all playing games domestically in the same area. They have a ton of cohesion. They play a pretty appealing style of soccer and a pretty effective style of soccer too. I'm not banking on them necessarily until I see the groups for them to get out of any particular group. But uh, at least right now, knowing what we know, I would not be shocked at all if they do make it out into the round of 16. I, I, I won't pretend to have watched much of Qatar at all or, or anything recently, to be honest. Um, I might have caught them in a couple of those European games that you were talking about, Joe, there. But they're um, they're Asian champions, are they not? Did they not win the last uh, Asian Confederation yeah. Cup? So, yeah, the, you did. know, that, that kind of highlights the the pedigree that they now have as, as, a, as a football nation. And I don't expect them to make a deep run at the tournament. But, I, yeah, I, I don't think... Um, when the... When the, when the the World Cup in 2022 was given to Qatar all those years ago. I think we all thought they were going to be maybe the worst uh, national host nation of all time. I probably don't expect them to be that. I think they'll be really competitive in most matches they play. What if they played Scotland, Graham? How would you see that one shaking out? Uh, well, we've got uh, John McGinn and Billy Gilmore, and uh, I don't care how many uh, Brazilians they've uh, nationalised or <laughs> Qatar. That you know, no one can compare to uh, John McGinn's backside. Very true. <laughs> Very true. Can't argue with that. Um, all right. Why don't we move on to another gift? I'm going to give one now, if you don't mind, guys. Uh, I would like to give a gift to Ronnie Daler. Um, I have found, I've been perusing the uh, Lululemon website. I don't oh, know if you no. guys are bougie enough to go on the <laughs> Lululemon website. But they have uh, the Always in Motion Boxer Brief, five inch, five pack. It's $108. This is a good gift. This is worthy of an MLS Cup winner. How many, how many boxer briefs do you get for $108? Five. Oh well, okay. It's not terrible. I thought you were going to say one or two, in which case uh, you would have had no right to criticise me in my winter <laughs> weather Premier League football. Fra- frankly, Graham, I think if you are prepared to be forty-six year- years old, stripping <laughs> to your underwear 
on TV straight after very important women's basketball games uh, on Saturday in prime time. I think you need to have good underwear to do so. And you know when you got a, you know they say when you got a, a package that good, you got to gift wrap it. Lululemon right, underwear. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh I, my I god. Mean, <laughs> I, I, his his underwear wasn't that bad, was it? I mean, I don't know if if anyone has seen the recent like a, the recent episode of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry David goes to his is it his, is it his dentist and yeah. Uh, yeah. has a problem with his. Uh, his uh, frayed underwear. I don't think Ronnie Dyla's underwear was anything like that. It wasn't bad, was it? <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I forgot what that guy is. But yeah, I think that is that is a plot point and an amazing episode at that. Uh, I am cracking up because uh, Ryan, can you please check WhatsApp again? <laughs> thank you, thank you, Joe. <laughs> I will. Uh, that was Josh Gad, wasn't it? Uh, Graham, yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's Josh Gad. Yeah, <laughs> I can never remember if it's Josh Gad or Bobby Bobby Moynihan. They're they're sort of like I feel like taking gigs from each other pretty regularly. Um, it, it appears uh, maybe in future Christmas shows we should maybe talk about what we're going to give as gifts because once again I'm looking at Joe Lowry's list here I want to give Ronnie Taylor charcoal boxer briefs you can buy these oh Joe, tell us about the ones you found Joe yeah so Ryan you went this is see this is actually why I'm glad we didn't compare because now yep. Ronnie's going to have a few different options to choose from arriving in his mailbox you went a little bit more of the bougie luxury route from Lululemon I went uh, and, and looked on the MLS store so MLSstore.com oh you guys can go and look at these too. Uh, I want to give Ronnie Dyla NYCFC charcoal boxer briefs. So these are NYCFC branded underwear. And guys, this is the best part. They're on sale right now. I found you a bargain with the book earlier, six thirty nine. Come on now. I found you a bargain with these boxer briefs that are eight bucks. They're like on a two hundred percent markdown, and I can't imagine why. These would be a great touch. All I'm saying is these would be a great touch for his next big strip, um, which frankly I can't want. I, I can't wait to get here, honestly. Uh, are they charcoal colored or made out of charcoal? Uh, great question, Graham. I'm not going to lie. I didn't click on them, but I'm assuming they're charcoal colored and not actually made <laughs> right, from yeah. charcoal composite. Joe's, yeah, that's probably a safe assumption. Joe's purchasing habits so far remind me of my buddy in high school who, he did it mostly to be tongue in cheek, but he went to buy his uh, girlfriend a Valentine's Day gift and paid the store extra money to get their Valentine's Day balloon that just said sale on it, and then he gave her a <laughs> balloon that said sale. And I feel like Joe is going a similar route by going to the bargain bin of MLSsoccer.com to find <laughs> on-sale discounted <laughs> underwear, and that's the gift he's giving. Bravo, oh. Joe. Bravo. Oh, thank you. I didn't even know the MLS store existed until yesterday, so we're all learning things this holiday season. I, I mean, I definitely know it exists, but I, I, I have to say, I've, yes. I've never bought my underwear from it. Uh, it's not really where I'd go to for that. Graham, Graham you can Graham change only that buys, right now. Graham only buys his underwear from, like, the local deli, I'm assuming, or something like yeah. that. <laughs> well, the barber slash tackle shop uh, has... Oh, it's that, that know, kind of tackle shop. Oh, yeah, I, I was going to say, that that tackle, uh, that has a different meaning as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a MLSstore.com wormhole now. I've just put uh, boxer briefs in the search bar, and the first pair that comes up is Colorado Rapids... Um, uh, micro mesh boxer briefs it's got like a mountain over your groin they're very very <laughs> loud wow. and there's an atlanta united pedal that like you'll look like iron man if you wear them basically they're red <laughs> and black and they look um very cartoonish wonderful <laughs> stuff i'm glad we've got to this point in the conversation where we're discussing uh, mls themed underwear oh the inter miami ones have got birds on them flamingos i guess <laughs> <laughs> oh boy but maybe maybe Ronnie Dedder needs to, you know, up his game with the underwear. It was just a pair of charcoal or black underpants, right? Do we think he should 
have something. Um, I mean, like you know, uh, who was the player who got um, fined for having Paddy Power on his underwear? Oh, Nicholas Bentner. Bentner. Was it, Bentner? Yeah. it was Nicholas Bentner. Maybe he needs to start getting some sponsorship on there. If he's going to be doing this on the reg, right, Graham? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, anything's a billboard. <laughs> anything's a billboard. That's the spirit. All right, who wants to go next? Graham, what have you I'll, got for us? Yeah, I'll, I'll go next. So I have got a gift for Jose Mourinho, and I'm going to get him tickets to Disney World. Um, because do you remember when Pep Guardiola took his sabbatical from soccer after leaving Barcelona and he went and lived in New York for a year and the reports, the reports at the time that he went and saw some Broadway shows and I remember seeing a, a couple of pictures of him just kind of sitting in parks in New York and t- he took some time out after being drained, emotionally drained at Barcelona. And I feel like that's what Mourinho needs at this point of his career. But I'm not sure that sitting in Central Park and talking to the pigeons is quite going to cut it for Jose at this point, given uh, the depth of his internal despair. So I think he needs to rediscover the joy in life and he needs to go to Disney World. I think a few rides on Thunder Mountain. He needs to get that man a pair of Mickey ears, get that man a Dole Whip. Uh, but don't stay too long because in my experience by the time you get over a week at Disney World then it could start it could start flipping the other way and that could be the thing that really makes him snap so just like two or three days at Disney World might sort uh, old curmudgeon <laughs> Josie out I'm imagining Jose Mourinho as sort of a small child and Graham this might be a bit of your experience I don't know if you've been with your daughter but if you're going after a certain amount of time even in one day at Disneyland or Disney World everybody starts to get tired and a little bit cranky yeah. and I just don't think anyone wants to deal with a cranky a, a bit upset Jose Mourinho so yeah. I think you're very wise with your time restriction there Graham. yeah we need to ration them yes, but the, yes. the right dose of Disney World could uh, spark them into life again and the formula is a, a Dole Whip adds an extra hour on to so I mean however many Dole Whips you want to get you could extend the trip but uh, yeah it's, it's a little risky after three days I'd say Joe, when you mention a young Jose Mourinho, I'm just picturing current Jose Mourinho, but shorter with like a giant lollipop in his hand and like dressed as a child. Is that what you were picturing? Yeah, shouting 442 rigid, you know. That, yeah, just kidding. We, that. De- we debunked that a little bit a couple weeks ago. Time is a myth. I don't remember when it was, but he, he does attack too sometimes. I'm just trying to stay like, on Jose's good side here. Like that picture of uh, Wayne Rooney with the massive lollipop in his shorts on holiday. <laughs> Have people seen that? No, send it please immediately. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Graham, counterpoint and slightly scroogey counterpoint. Does uh-huh. Josie deserve nice things? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Actually, send them to uh, Knott's Bray Farm. Actually, that's for, he, that's all he deserves. <laughs> <laughs> Quite the downgrade. Oh, dear. Okay, uh, why don't we take a very quick break and we'll be back shortly with a few more Christmas gifts. Stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by our old friends, Mac Weldon. Wouldn't it be nice if we could have things both ways, like a zero-calorie cheeseburger, internet ads in March that weren't just reminders to do your taxes, a dog that never needs walking after midnight when it's cold, a Manchester United that is consistently good instead of their current scattershot approach? Well, we tend to think of clothing as an either-or situation as well. People think looking sharp means starchy Oxfords and stiff chinos rather than effortless comfort. But it's possible to have it both ways. Mack Weldon makes timeless apparel with modern performance fabrics for guys who want to look and feel sharp without sacrificing comfort. From their light-as-air underwear to innovative anti-odor tees and versatile yet comfortable pants, Mack Weldon has a full range of clothes that never go out of style. I got a few things recently, including a long-sleeve polo, which I love, uh, maybe the most comfortable t-shirt, which I also love, and my new favorite sweatpants, the Ace sweatpant. It's exactly what I described above, comfort and versatile, but still stylish. It's the type of sweatpant I can wear to pick up my kids from daycare and not think... 
I'm now wearing sweatpants in public. The other parents will judge me. Now I just think, judge away, nerds, because you will never be this comfortable unless you're also wearing a pair, in which case, high five. Mack Weldon is not flashy. It's just classic, always in style, and made from the world's most comfortable performance materials. They're designed to fit both your style and the demands of modern life. So get timeless looks with modern comfort from Mack Weldon. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off your first order with promo code TSS. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com, promo code TSS to get 20% off your first order. Thank you to Mack Weldon for sponsoring today's episode. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Total Soccer Show, welcome back. We are in a giving mood, aren't we, Joe? Yes, we are, Ryan Bailey. <laughs> Would you care to elaborate on that? <laughs> so I, I was being slightly coy there because I had to do some calculations on my end, and I'll explain that in just a second. Um, I'm going to be giving Jesse Marsh this Christmas season 25,893 Sudokus. Um, now, Joe, and this is what I'm assuming you're all asking. Why are you giving 25,893 Sudokus? Well, according to the internet, the average Sudoku player spends about 20 minutes solving the typical Sudoku puzzle. Write that down, everybody. That's, that's a nice little fact for you. Um, and as I've learned, gentlemen... There are 517,867 minutes between right now, this, this very second that we're recording, and December 18th, 2022. Now, Joe, what is the significance of December 18th, 2022? Well, so glad you asked, guys. <laughs> oh, you can that that, is, that is the World Cup final. So I'm giving Jesse Marsh... <laughs> Some Sudokus, and by some I mean 25,893, technically 0.35, but you can't really give a fraction of a Sudoku. Maybe it's partially done. I digress. I'm giving Jesse Marsh 25,000 Sudokus roughly to occupy his time, to keep him busy between now, when he's currently out of work, at least in a soccer sense. I'm giving him time and things to do between now and the World Cup final when just maybe the U.S. men's national team job might be available. So you're welcome, Jesse Marsh. You're welcome, Ernie Stewart, Brian McBride. I'm basically doing your jobs (laughs) for you. Uh, Jesse Marsh for president and for USMNT manager, blah, blah, blah. That's my gift. You could have just given him Call of Duty. That probably would do the job (laughs) until. Curse you, Graham. Curse you. (laughs) Some nice chocolates or something. That would have done the trick, Graham. You can't eat chocolates straight (laughs) from now until December 18, 2020. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) <laughs> it'll look like Wayne Rooney accepted. in that picture of the Graham just sent <laughs> uh, yeah listen uh, well, the picture of Wayne Rooney with a lollipop Graham has just sent it to our WhatsApp group it is quite something I recommend you Google image that one um, are we saying Joe that Jesse Marsh is going to be unemployed for another year no, that's the tricky part is I actually don't think this is going to happen. And I don't think 2022, I don't know. I don't know Jesse Marsh personally. I don't think the timing he really will work out. <laughs> uh, yeah, he loves Call of Duty, first of all. So it's going to be hard to tear him away from Graham's gift, apparently. But I, I think he's going to get another job. Not a, Probably not a Leipzig tier job, but something in the Bundesliga, something in the Premier League. I mean, there's been plenty of reporting and conversation about some of those things. I think the timing might be more for you know 2024 2025 if he decides that he's interested in the international coaching gig right leading into the world cup cycle i don't know exactly the world cup qualifying cycle i should say i don't know exactly how that timing is going to work i don't think this will happen but just in case he's looking for something to do i got about twenty five thousand sudokus for him waiting in his mailbox 
but if Jesse Marsh has taken over the USMNT after the World Cup, how's uh, Jose Mourinho fresh from a week at Disney World going to take over? 2028, Graham, when Arsene Wenger has his way, 2028. Oh, right, yeah, sure, of course. <laughs> and also, you've, you've timed it to the World Cup final. Is that to say that the US will fire their manager after uh, losing the World Cup final? Uh, yeah, Ryan, I'm not going to lie. There's some minutiae of my plan that didn't work out quite as well as I'd like it to. Maybe, maybe Jesse Marsh is better at Sudoku than the average Sudoku puzzler. Hmm? And maybe I wanted to give him a little cushion for when the U.S. bows out in the group what? stage. So, I don't know. Whatever. What if American soccer loses Jesse Marsh to su- su- Sudoku <laughs> and he becomes a professional? That becomes... That's actually his calling in life. It's another It's another activity that Gerard Piquet organizes into some global championship and Jesse Marsh... Razen Ball exactly. Sports Sudoku. Sudoku. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it could happen. That. But Joe, to continue your theory, it could be that maybe there's a, a club that is not sure if they want to stick with their current manager uh, this time next year. And with the January window looming, and with Greg Berhalter having won the World Cup with the United States, maybe he gets a gig and then the vacancy opens up for the U.S. Maybe that's how it works out. Yeah, I that could work out. I mean, I hear there's been some managerial turmoil in Leipzig. Greg Berhalter to Leipzig, anyone? They want to play <laughs> possession soccer. Then we Keep get Jesse Marsh coaching the national team. I mean, I can't see any way that any of this goes poorly. Ber- Berhalter to PSG, that Air Jordan Perfect. link-up. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. What could go wrong? <laughs> I was oh, going to say, the, the AJ's on the touchline in uh, hashtag ambivalent about Qatar. That's going to be something, isn't it, Graham? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Taylor, yeah. what have you got, sir? Uh, I'm going back to the uh, the the weird sci-fi uh, realm for a moment because Good. going with the old joke about Jaguars that you need to have two if you buy a Jaguar so you have something to drive when the other one is broken down and getting worked on, uh, I want to clone Gio Reyna, and I think that that's pretty self-explanatory. That way, when yeah. Gio Reyna has another hamstring issue... We have a backup ready to go, and we are prepared uh, for when the World Cup rolls around. Maybe we have to clone him a couple times, so we uh, and like maybe reinforce the hamstrings when we do that, just so we know that he'll be good to go. But yeah, I'm all about uh, cloning and time travel and uh, the creation of human beings to make the United States win that World Cup. So then Jesse Marsh gets the gig, and Burhalter goes to PSG. I feel like we're building it all together. It's becoming one <laughs> narrative storyline, and I like Who- it. Who gets to keep the clone, though? Are you gifting the clone to Gio Reyna so that he has another one of himself? Or are you gifting the clone to Greg Berhalter? Is he, does he get a Gio Reyna? And there are so many movies I want to reference, none of which are appropriate for this episode. <laughs> um, I think maybe maybe the, the, the best worst option is we'll go the Michael Bay, the island route, and we'll just convince Gio Reyna that he's like on a farm by himself. And there'll be several of him. He'll be an identical twin, and then... As we need them, they will be pulled into national team duty. Maybe they're just in a like secure training facility somewhere, getting better and better every day. <laughs> Taylor, I have to say, I was distracted by your initial comment about having two jaguars, and uh, yeah, I just I was picturing the animal, and I was yes, like, was oh, you, is it because one will what will one do to the other? I'm, I'm confused, but uh, uh, yeah, you, you, you can't right. have two. You you can't have two jaguars. It's it's a little known fact. They will uh, feud immediately, so you have to keep them isolated. They will kill separate. you. Yep, mm-hmm. that's how it works. Uh, I think there was only one in Talladega Nights. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah, one of my neighbours in Rome actually has two Jaguars outside his house at all times. I've never seen either of them move, so maybe you need three. All right, three Giorenas <laughs> done and dusted. We three. got three triplets. Yep. All right, that's settled. Your present just got a bit more expensive, but that's fine, Taylor. No problems at all. Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, I've got a slightly expensive pr- uh, present. I might uh, come in with here. I'm going to buy every Leeds United fan a beer. It's mm. been a tough 
It's going to be a tough season. It's going to be a tough second half of the season for Leeds United. And I've found two amazing options because, believe it or not, there are two Marcelo Bielsa beers out there. What? Uh, th- there is a Norwegian brewer based in the town of Fredrikstad. Uh, Noisome Craft Beer has produced the Exactly What We Need Pale Ale. Uh, that one came out earlier in April. Um, and actually, that is linked to the Leeds United Supporters Club of Scandinavia. Uh, they've helped produce that one. And also, in, there's one in the UK called Bielsa Press, which is a fantastic name. Uh, that's from Wild Child Brewing Company. Um, and I ask all of you gents, is there anything more hipster in the world than a craft beer named after Marcelo <laughs> Bielsa? Because yeah. I can't picture it in my no. head. Is it is it served in the in the giant bucket that yes. he sits in uh, sits on at the side of the the pitch? I feel it, like it should be. It comes by the plastic bucket. Yes, Graham. Yes. So I'm, I'm going to have to be buying. I don't know. 50,000 of these things for Leeds United fans just to maybe get them through these winter months. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, the Wild Child, if you look at, if you Google it, the, um, the the can looks a bit more impressive and it's got like a, a it's actually, it's a, it's a tiny Bielsa to go on with, along with Tiny Mourinho to Disney World on the can. Um, so <laughs> take a look at that. And it's 6.6% because Bielsa turned 66 this year, wow. says here. Wonderful stuff, T- Taylor. How do you how do you like craft beer? Would you drink a, a Bielsa Press? I absolutely would. I absolutely would, as long as it's uh, capable of being put into a cooler that you can then sit on. I feel like that is the appropriate way to consume a Bielsa beer. I do, Ryan, to your question about like the hipsterdom of that uh, beverage. There's like the Brooklyn Nine Nine episode where there's a Brooklyn chocolate milk place, but then of course it's like the the bitterness of the chocolate brings out the sourness of the milk like they use sour milk to make their <laughs> chocolate milk and that's what i think of it's like a, a, a not particularly palatable but very aggressive like chocolate milk that would be the most hipster marcelo bielsa influenced thing i can think of that you have like you must drink it this exact way and it must be consumed in this exact fashion and even if it doesn't taste well you must finish it because it is good for you that is the bielsa chocolate milk that i need in my life Definitely. I think this beer, now you've mentioned it, Taylor, both these beers are probably absolutely disgusting, but by design. (laughs) Almost certainly. (laughs) Uh, Joe, have you got anything more on your list, sir? I do. First of all, I just don't like it when my beverages man mark, so that's going to be a pass from me. Um, I I want to give Bruce Arena. Really, I just want to text Bruce Arena. It's not even it's not even a real gift, but I think it'll be helpful for him. It's a link to www.mlssoccer.com/players because based off of some of the Revs acquisitions over the last couple of weeks, I'm not so sure that Bruce Arena knows that there are other players in Major League Soccer besides players that he coached with the Galaxy years ago. Taylor, you and I kind of talked about this on Tuesday with that Sebastian Legette trade. And we talked about, is this just a fuzzy, warm, and happy reunion? And I kind of poo-pooed that. Well, now he's got Legette, who he's coached before with the national team with the Galaxy. And they just signed, the New England Revolution just signed Omar Gonzalez in free agency. So you can add those two guys to the multiple Galaxy, former Galaxy players that the Revs already have on their roster that I believe Bruce Arena brought in over the last couple of seasons in Emma Boateng and in AJ De La Garza. And uh, you've got the you've got quite the Galaxy reunion going on. So I just want to let Bruce know, hey, if you're looking for these intra-league deals, which I know he likes and appreciates, there are other teams and other players that you can sort of pick from and negotiate with. So MLSsoccer.com slash players, it'll do wonders for you. It's almost, Joe, as if you work for MLSsoccer.com with all these suggestions you're making, by the way. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> oh, Ryan. Uh, Use the promo code Joe Lowry needs money to get uh, MLSstore.com. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it only, the promo code only works on the uh, NYCFC charcoal boxer briefs. So my profit margins are a bit thin, but they're there nonetheless. 
Excellent. We hope that we'll boost those somewhat with this episode, Josie. Thank you. Uh, Graham, I'll come to you. Anything else from you, sir? Yeah, so I've got some gifts for you guys. So I'm going to start off with a gift for Mr. Joseph Lowry. I was thinking it had to be something film-related. We need a gateway drug for you, (laughs) Joe, to to get into film. So I was thinking Moneyball on Blu-ray, right? So you've got Brad Pitt. You've got Oscar-nominated Jonah Hill. You've got John Henry towards the end in there. You've got Chris Pratt before he was the sexiest man alive. And listen to this, Joe, you've got stats, lots and lots of stats (laughs) and numbers. So from Moneyball, we can then lead you down the garden path of Hollywood. So from there, you can go to Space Jam, the good one, not the the recent one. Uh, And then we'll ultimately end up um, at the greatest film of all time by next Christmas, which is undoubtedly uh, Spice World. (laughs) Okay, your your path there, Greg, took a direction I wasn't expecting, if I'm honest. Well, there's a lot of time between now and yeah. next Christmas, so it was, it's a long path. There's a film every few days, and it leads from Moneyball to Spice World. I don't see how it, how anyone could deny that. Graham, I love it. That is incredibly thoughtful, and I still I still have never seen Moneyball. I haven't seen or read Moneyball, what? and I just feel dirty saying that, but it's true. So I, I, think, I think you know me just the right amount, Graham. I do need to start with Moneyball. Yeah. I mean, in all seriousness, it is a good film. Yeah, I've it, only ever heard good things about it. I just, you know, watching movies is a struggle for me. But I'll get there, Graham. I'll do it for you. <laughs> well, so I've, okay, thanks. I've got a, a similar route here. Uh, I did confirm that Joe had seen at least some of the Captain America movies before uh, giving him this one. But I think we should just get Joe either Captain America's notebook itself or just a notebook for Joe to track our references and then decide oh, if we so have good taste for himself. So he can write <laughs> down like, okay, this movie Graham says I need to watch. And then he can let us know what he thinks. Um, we could go oh, with the really Captain good. America list and then expand it from there. I'm assuming Joe has seen a Star War, I'm hoping. Uh, I've seen all the Star Wars. Yes. Okay, okay. All right, there we go. Wow. See, see? You can already cross that one off the list. But that way we can track oh. uh, the, the things that Joe still needs to watch to be able to not stare blankly at us when we make a reference to something. I'm still reeling from Spice World. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> spice up your life, wow. Ryan. Spice up your life. Indeed. Great. Oh, like, boy. Uh, greatest movie of all time. I thought that was Uncle Buck. Maybe, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most people do accept it as between Uncle Buck, uh, Uncle Buck, or yeah, Spice World. That's what the critics do say. You just reminded me of something, by the way, uh, listener. If you want to ha- uh, say the words Spice Girls in a Scottish accent, all you have to do is say Space Ghettos in a Southern American accent. Space Ghettos. <laughs> Like that. <laughs> I've never heard that one before, yeah. That's quite good. Works a charm. Works a charm. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to wade in here with a gift for all three of you. I got you all the same thing. I hope you don't mind. Tacky. Um, <laughs> 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 well, you'll see, Joseph. You'll see. <laughs> the wonderful world of Jack Grealish's calves, the 2022 calendar. What? 12 pages of pure Jack Grealish calf. How do you like that? Uh, this is a this is a calendar that's apparently sold over 400 copies already, which doesn't seem a lot for a calendar, but hey, 2021, maybe they don't sell as much these days. Kevin Beresford is a 69-year-old retired painter, according to the Daily Mail, uh, who has created lots of calendars over the years. Uh, his highlights include... Wait, uh, is this a real thing? This is a real thing, Yeah, uh, which is actually for sale. Um, his, his previous greatest hits, Graham, are The Roundabouts of the World, Welsh Mailboxes, and park benches in the West Midlands. He has reached oh, yeah. his zenith point by uh, doing a calendar just All the of Jack's Grealish's two hits, his two calves. Um, 
which presumably, from looking at the calendar, seems to use lots of copyrighted photos he does not have permission to use in a calendar. <laughs> but I give yeah. that to all three of you because um, Jack Grealish's calves are wonderful. Although, Taylor, it does reveal my pet peeve of the short socks, no shin guards thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I think maybe he'll like spice it up and give you some different ones as the year goes on, just so you get different looks at the calves. Uh, I like that Jack Grealish uh, has some things to do when he's not annoying Pep Guardiola. I, we missed that story. We didn't talk about it too much, but it seems like he and Phil Foden have annoyed Pep with their uh, go- goings out. So maybe he can focus on expanding his ca- uh, catalog slash calendar offerings. He's been spending too much time with Mrs. Grealish 69. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut reference right there. It's a throwback right there. (laughs) Very impressive. Uh, All right. Uh, Oh, Taylor, any any more from you, sir? Oh, yeah, I got a couple. Uh, I'll I'll run through them uh, more quickly. For Graham... I was going to do a, like, jokingly a subscription to Kit of the Month because I couldn't think about, like, the kit he probably needs. And then I realized that's basically (laughs) just away days. Uh, I did check to see. They do indeed (laughs) ship internationally. So you can find uh, basically the service that will send you mystery kits, random kits from different clubs around the world. And you can get sort of different variations on that. And you can get a subscription, too. I'm not going to get that for you, Graham. Instead, what I'm going to get you is the opportunity to host an episode of the Total Soccer Show at some point this year. And it will be called Real Food or Made Up Food. And Graham can just say a thing. And then the three of us have to determine either collectively or individually if it's a real food. And then Graham will tell us if we're correct or not. I I feel like (laughs) it would help us understand like Graham's entire lifestyle right there, basically. (laughs) I would have said Munchie Box is fake. So I'm going to be in the hole real quick. uh, But I cannot wait for this to happen. Yeah. I mean, this is basically our WhatsApp group chat just in podcast (laughs) form. (laughs) Um, And my final one, this one maybe require some lister input because I feel like we could do it for the year past, but maybe for the year to come. Uh, I gave Joe a notebook. I think we need a logbook of all the ways Ryan manages to shoehorn in Wimbledon uh, so that it will be preserved for posterity just how crafty he is when it comes to doing that. Because they really are, once you start listening for them, they're in there pretty regularly, and he does it in a variety of ways that aren't quite as obvious up front. And then suddenly it's like, oh, yeah, and uh, he scored those many goals for Wimbledon in 1994. Anyway, moving on. Like, it's always very subtle, but we get there eventually. Yes, I like to permeate the listener with Ace of Wimbledon-ness at every yeah. opportunity. Uh, I am a one-trick pony, Taylor. I am a one-trick pony. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's, it's a, I mean, how, how, what, what other opportunity are we going to have to talk about Wimbledon? Like, it's not as a, if they make the FA Cup final, we will discuss them. But aside from that, we're not going to talk about them too much on the show, I don't think. So it makes sense for you to get your references in where you can. I mean, I do something similar. It's why Louis Van Hall has already been brought up on this show. So uh, I, I, I don't begrudge you at all. I think it's, it's pretty crafty <laughs> and clever. And I think it'd be good to track all of the many Wimbledon references and see what we learn at the end of the year. And apropos of nothing, uh, if you check the Soccer 101 feed, go. by the way, we're going to have an episode about Boxing Day coming up very shortly. Uh, Wimbledon's uh, Boxing Day game was cancelled while we're recording. Wonderful world <laughs> that we live in, ladies and gents. Oh, one more thing, Graham. I, I just wanted to get your reaction to Taylor's gift for you there. Um, you were going to get a kit a month, and then you ended up with work, I think. <laughs> 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 I hadn't even clocked that. Yeah, thanks, Taylor. Shut up, Ryan. Shut up. <laughs> he so does, generous. He doesn't so generous. need to know it. <laughs> uh, for, for Graham, I really this this holiday season, I thought it was really important that he get all the editing work for the next year. Uh, so, Graham, I, I want you to have that that honor and that privilege uh, of putting the show together thanks. and uh, inputting all the ads. 
So, so thoughtful, thank you. <laughs> my, Admin Robin, that's what we'll call you in 2022, Graham. <laughs> All right, on that wonderfully festive note, I think we should wrap up our Christmas episode. Thank you once again, listener, for sticking with us for this entire year. We look forward to uh, chatting with you in the coming year and years indeed. Taylor Rockwell, thank you so much for... Right back at you, buddy. Happy holidays to you all and to everyone listening. Thank you all for sticking with us and for continuing to listen, even as we riff about Scotland and Wimbledon and stats and lots of other weird things along the way. And Spice World. Joe Lowry, thank you very much. Jack Grealish, more like Jacked Grealish. Okay. Right? (laughs) Right? I'm I'm done. (laughs) And Graham Rutherford, thank you very much for your time, sir. Thank you, Ryan Bailey. Listener, happy holidays to you. We'll be back soon. Bye.